Tens of thousands on my right, thousands by my side. War between good and evil, watching our fists collide. Battle for our freedom now, to the streets we ride. Flags waving all around, pages full of... You're listening to WP3 Radio. Currently, Topher, Patriots. Putting pressure on their necks until the truth breaks. All walls of corruption, take out all the snakes. Star Spangled Banner, got it playing loud and proud. People from all walks of life filling up the crowd. Defend the Constitution, many warriors of Casting down any among us who have bucked and cow. Enough for tyranny, we come and take our country back. For all citizens, white, red, brown, or black. Return it to a form of glory, fix the bloody crack on the crown. Fetch a kid. Patriot Project, and I am here to welcome to you, to welcome to you, welcome to you, um, to welcome you to our show that airs every Sunday night called We Got Your Six at Six, Patriot Playtime. This show then becomes a podcast, but it also stays here live. It goes to Rumble. It goes to YouTube. Um, I think there's a whole bunch of other places, um, but not live. Those are the live and the um, the video ones. Um, each week we bring you a guest. Many times we bring you a new position. Oh my goodness, I can't talk tonight. Can we rewind this? Because I'm struggling. Sorry. Every week we bring you a guest and many times a new musician. We share all the good and sometimes not so good things happening in our world. This week we have some incredible guests joining us. Right now, well, really in a little bit here, we are going to be meeting Chaplain Michael Ireland, who we got the pleasure of meeting at um, the Fort Snelling um, Reads Across America Day. So thank you for being here, Chaplain Mike. And we will hopefully have a musician joining us shortly. I'll wait and see. It'll be a surprise. I am pretty sure we will share the music from this person either way. Um, Mr. Peterson and Mr. 
J Train are sharing a link right now. Um, well, a little bit ago, it is a link that will allow your name to show up on Facebook and StreamYard. And so if you want to copy that link, you may. Otherwise, you just can remain anonymous. Um, we've got our Creed um, and we've got uh, Cameron Gwinner and Derek and Jeremy. And thank you so much for being here so far, you guys. And then we have our radio link. You, you were hearing that a little bit as we started our show. And I've been listening all day. Um, well, and I'll listen even more once uh, once my Hey Google can stop turning it off in the middle because uh, it doesn't recognize the link. So we'll get that all fixed, right? Um, we know why we get to do this. Thank you to the service members and the first responders that have committed their time, sweat, blood, limbs, family, and life to give us the freedoms that we have that allow us to do what we do daily. And we appreciate you. Please be interactive. Ask your ask your questions. Give us your ideas. Don't spam us. Okay, we've had enough. Um, before we get started with this week's show, we do ask that you take off your hats, stand if you can, cover your heart, and join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Here we roll. Here we go. This is it. We are here for a 2024 January 14th show. What number is it, Andrea? Oh, I do believe this is 183. 183. We have consecutive shows. Now, that's not a true statement. We just took a two-week hiatus just because the days lined up on Christmas and New Year's. And uh, we want I wanted to make sure that the WEP3 team had a chance to spend those times with their families. And, and um, it was a collaborative conversation that said, you know what? I don't know when, and mathematically, we could probably figure out someone smarter than me, with leap years included, where we'll run into where both shows show up on a Sunday night for Christmas Eve and New Year's again in a bunch of years. I mean, in theory, you would say seven, but every three years is a leap year. So that will throw... Ah, oh, who knows? So we should try Let's have a mathematician or a calendar specialist kind of figure that one out. I don't know. Get that. Get that figured out. Let's do it. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have a lifeline, Mark, that you can call? You know, right. there, I thought it was you. You are the lifeline. <laughs> right? Come on. Yeah. No, I've, You're I've, got a wife line. I've got a wifeline. I, I always ask my wife. She's <laughs> <laughs> got all the answers. Well. Yes, Lee, he was straining Mark Fibbing in it. Yep, see, if you don't know it, fake it. It's fake all it, good. It. Yeah, so it's going to happen in four years, just so you know. Uh, not going to happen in four years, but <laughs> Well, I mean, I this know. is our fourth year, so how would we know? Like, we'll tell you in eight years if it happens again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll tell I, you in four years. we'll still be here, but that will be yeah. episode... Oh, geez, here we go. 78 by then. Is there smoke? I can't. Do I see smoke? 
23 years. Well, we'll talk amongst yourselves while you figure it out what number show that will be. <laughs> Did you just look at 23 years? Who? You. You didn't no. know that. Right. I said, show us your ears. Show us your ears. Stephanie Ew. is probably the numbers Ew. person that we need. Thank you, Stephanie. That makes complete oh, sense. That's only five, five years. Five Here years. You go with yeah. your math again. That makes sense. It makes sense. That's four years. Every three years you drop off. I get it. I get it. Um, <sighs> should you buy a Mega Millions ticket? Why not? Yes. One. Why not? Yeah. One. Your chances are big. What's bigger right now? Not that I follow it. Is it is Mega Millions bigger than the the, the Powerball? Someone won one of them a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. But That's, did they collect it? Who knows? Who knows? One person from Michigan won it. It was like seven hundred and eighty million dollars. But at the end of the day, you can only get to take two hundred million home. That's it. I got no room for like I'm not critiquing. Peterson is like a social studies teacher, so I think um, those are, are numbers. We have Jonathan live down in Louisiana getting ready to update us on the current Mardi Gras situation. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> sorry, how you doing, Mark? <laughs> I mean, eight months of Mardi Gras. What's what's next? Um, well, Christmas after Mardi Gras, really. Okay. <laughs> He's just, about, is Easter? Is it just in the middle of it? Then nah, I thought goes that straight was through, Mardi Gras goes straight through that, too. Yeah, fourth of July, all of it. You got more, yeah, it's, it's like it's like a month, month and a half long. Um, um, no work, no school, all play. You know, I mean, we do that sometimes. Uh, this is this is our snow day, is 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 Mardi Gras days. Did we say hi to Joelle and Christy? What's up? We man? are oh, now. Ellen. Mr. Joelle and Christy, you can hear him on WeP3 Radio. Send us some more, baby. Send us some more. Um, cool. And we Marty have our Girl. good. Sorry. I Go celebrated ahead. tacos today. I just have to say that. Oh, because... shoot. I was going to be sure and share oh, with Jeremy. Mr. Daniels is there, and uh, it is. How is what was the start of football season? Tell me that, Lee. The end of Mardi Gras. <laughs> the end of Mardi Gras. It depends what football you're talking about. Oh no. Who brought the Brit? <laughs> football is the real game. You know, we don't wear pads or helmets or anything. Right. The real football. Yeah, uh, and we don't have people who necessarily have cardiac arrest on the field, though there was a, a Dutchman, I think, a couple of years ago, collapsed and got up and continued playing. Oh, gosh. Well, mm. not in our American football. We got to take breaks for that. Well, I, watch, I watch those guys get hit and, like, a hangnail and they fall on the ground. I don't know if I'm buying this. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you got to roll over in just the right way and make sure <laughs> right. the rest is it. <laughs> um, Chapel Mike, how do we? What? How do we call you? I, I mean, I we met you a couple weeks ago. Uh huh. Um, Andrea has been just. This is the guy, and I'm not arguing with her at all. 
Um, you are the epicenter of of everything needed to know, and we're going to learn those things from you tonight. But wow. How do, um, how do we properly the checks address in the mail, right? The checks in the mail. Right. I love Mike. <laughs> how, how do we properly address you? Is it your honor? Is it your majesty? Or how do we properly address Sir, you? Sir, knight. All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, I'm a so you call me chaplain uh, and in Civil Air Patrol which is the official auxiliary of the US Air Force um, I also have a rank which is first lieutenant or a grade actually first lieutenant uh, but um, it, it would be actually incorrect to say uh, hey lieutenant um, because the uh, uh, the chaplain part it supersedes my, my grade so um, even if I get to uh, captain in a little while, which we soon, uh, they'll still call me chaplain. And some people will have fun saying, hey, chaplain, captain. Chaplain. Oh, for sure. <laughs> chaplain, chaplain, too. Yeah, so no, chaplain is fine. Um, sure. uh, just don't call no. me late lunch. Right. Adam Jones, good to see you, brother. Um out of, uh, I almost said out of Louisiana, but he's out of uh, Georgia uh, with Feed the Heroes Foundation. Uh, we had a couple others on here. Uh, love seeing Stephanie here. Lee Williams, part of the WP3 crowd. Jeremy Daniels, you're looking dapper, brother. That that new uh, profile pic showing your salt and pepper. You're looking good, brother. Um and then Derek Iozio, Catch-22, out peer support out of uh, Texas. That's – don't shake your head. Are you breaking rules? <laughs> did we Do we have – where is this rule book you're talking about anyway? I know. Is this published or is this just like well, I got mine, you got yours, Jonathan's got his? I'd like to take a hit at that rule book. We all have the script right? we're going by that Chaplain Mike is supposed to be following along and he's not following. There's I don't – Oh, I will chime in when, you know, when I find the right moment to uh, <laughs> administer my sense of humor. Because, you know, this is this is a commodity, and uh, it has to be you know shared equally above uh, up, uh, around everybody. You know, everybody gets a little bit of my humor. Yeah, I like it. Chaplain Ireland, have you ever been to Mardi Gras? Uh, no. No. I've seen it I've been to Louisiana. Uh, have I ever been to Louisiana? No. Okay, fair enough. No. But I, I've you I've know. seen Louisiana on the weather map. Yeah, yeah. How is that, by the way? How's that going down there, Jonathan? Uh, the weather? Yeah. It's well. Currently, today it was um, almost seventy. It was sixty-eight degrees. Oh, yeah. well, I go away. Tomorrow it will be. Tomorrow it will be thirty. I was going to say it's near Mardi Gras. Wednesday it'll be you know low twenties. So, I gosh, did I let Andrea persuade me to think that it was colder down there because of a meme today? No, Tuesday. Tuesday. No, it's, it's Tuesday. It's going to be like that. Tuesday, because we talked about the the humidity and the frozen bridges in the bayou. It's crazy. Yeah. This crazy talk for a Minnesotan. They shut down schools, take the days off from work, because in the 20s, all the roads ice over. Well, I mean, I can't drive five minutes in either any direction, really, without crossing a bridge. So, um, Of course, Lee told us, 
Lee told us when he had his hot dog Minnesota license down there, they said, take on, brother, take on. You got this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, it's but not then, something we're used to. I, uh, I understand someone is saying that there was uh, something going on at the mudroom this weekend and that it was it was quite the show that Johnny put on. Huh? Oh, my gosh. He's a Mr. Holiday's a rock star. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna try to load a video. Is that okay? Stephanie, darn it, I forgot to put it on Facebook. You gonna pull this up? Well, it's gonna take a little bit. So yeah, yeah, you work on that. We'll, we'll I'm gonna dive into the news while you do that. Yeah, How about let's that? Do yeah. that? Let's do Good that. Good idea. Don't hurt yourself, Jonathan. Diving into the news can be right. dangerous. It's a shallow pool. <laughs> <laughs> Might hit your head. <laughs> some of the fake news <laughs> oh, Jonathan we, Reese. Oh, rewind uh, we never okay. release fake news on wp3 news broadcasting systems did you notice your friend gabriel ren is here the show must go on <laughs> i don't even know who that is peterson? <laughs> who's peterson oh, that's right you didn't get the email mark <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. We forgot to let him know. We'll wait till after the show. Gabriel. <laughs> so, the month of January is National Slavery and Human Trafficking Prevention Month. And during this month, emphasis is placed on creating awareness about human trafficking and the great human rights violation that it is, uh, spreading awareness throughout January about the global crisis so people can contribute in any way to rescuing the victims, catching and prosecuting the perpetrators, and improving the lives of the survivors. At least 4.8 million are trafficked. At least 4.8 million people are trafficked worldwide for sexual exploitation. 4.1 million people are trafficked for forced labor each year. Women and girls are the victims 70% of the time. And 1 million children are trafficked every year for sexual exploitation. Human trafficking earns a global profit of about $150 billion each year. Um, it's a problem. January is also self-love month. It's much too easy to get carried away by life's troubles and forget to appreciate you. Self-love month is a time to appreciate yourself and invest time in conscious, physical, spiritual, and psychological growth. It involves prioritizing your happiness and well-being. Your needs won't take care of themselves, so pay attention to yourself and make sure that you are taking care of your own needs. Self-Love Month is all about building self-worth and getting what you deserve. Today, January 14th, is Ratification Day. Ratification Day commemorates when the Treaty of Paris was ratified, which would end the Revolutionary War and establish the United States as an independent nation. It was a long road between the conclusion of the Revolutionary War's hostilities and this particular day. The treaty still needed approval in Paris after Ratification Day, but it was on this day that the United States Congress officially declared the war to be over. Congress initially met on December 13th to ratify the treaty, but only seven of the 13 states could make it due to the harsh winter conditions. By January 14th, enough delegates would arrive to hold a vote and acquire the necessary signatures. The Treaty of Paris was ratified by the United States Congress on January 14th of 1784. 
January 15th is Martin Luther King Jr. Day and Civil Rights Day. Uh, President Ronald Reagan would sign a bill into law in 1983 that added, added Martin Luther King Jr. Day to the list of federally observed holidays. Martin Luther King was one of the most prominent civil rights leaders of our time. He stood for equality for all human beings. He was famous for his efforts to protest, to protest using nonviolent means to stand up for what he believed. Here are a few of uh, my favorite Dr. King quotes. Number one, life is more persistent and life's more persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? End quote. Number two, change does not roll in on the wheels of inevitability, but comes through continuous struggle, end quote. And number three, you know, a lot of people don't love themselves and they go through life with deep and haunting emotional conflicts. So the length of life means that you must love yourself. And you know what loving yourself also means? It means that you've got to accept yourself. End quote. And I've heard some of these, but that last one I, I kind of saw for the first time today, and it it stood out to me um, for personal reasons. But Dr. Martin Luther King was a, a brilliant man who uh, entered college at the age of 15 and would graduate at the age of 19 and move on to more degrees and more acquiring more um he would he would continue to go through college and, and achieve more educational status uh, throughout the years, but he was a, a brilliant man who stood for what he believed in. And that is the news for January fourteenth. It's um, I'm lost for words only in the fact that. There are people that we honor, and I again, I, I also understand that that we have over the years have started kind of collapsing those for different reasons and everything. And this is a hundred percent my opinion, and so it's a, this is not rehearsed. This has not been shared. It hasn't been added to anything else. Um, Martin Luther, Mar, Martin Luther King is one of the few people I know in my world, in my knowledge, in my understanding that we should set a day aside for, for the amazing work he has done and to the levels he committed to his efforts. Um, I, I don't run across that very often, in my opinion. And again, maybe other people have other thoughts and that's okay. Um, but in the face of adversity and in the face of a very dark time in this country, the man chose to do something that no one else could do. And I, he decided and chose to do it with nonviolence all the time. And while people were being violent towards him and, uh, I just, I'm, I've always been amazed. We, we don't see that anymore. Um, I don't. We don't see people using wit and knowledge and understanding to have a conversation, and he was always willing to have that conversation and use his intellect to get to the to the to at least where they were trying to go. And so, 
I wish we could use more of that in our society. That's not my opinion. Throw it out there. It is what it is. So, um, thank you for sharing, Jonathan. Tomorrow's Martin Luther King Day. Um, take time. Take time to figure out one of the quotes, the first quote, what are you doing? Um, oddly enough, is one of our mantras with the People's Patriot Project in the fact that if you're sitting, if you're doing nothing, if you're allowing uh, it to happen, if you're not engaged, then you're just as much as part of the problem as as the people who are doing or engaged in the problem, quote unquote. So um, what are you doing? What are you doing? Step up, be involved, act, put your boots on the ground. Then we got Chapel Mike to talk to about mm-hmm. it. Yes. Yes. You have a question for me? Or are you asking for a comment? Well, I don't know if we got a question for you. We we just want to be we want to be filled by you. You you filled. I know that when me and Andrea were there on uh, December sixteenth, you filled us with knowledge, spirit, and drive. Uh, and we're just an amazing asset to the day of Reese Across America at Fort Snelling. Um, that's that's very kind, um, and uh, I, I appreciate that. Um, that's the third year that I was the chaplain on call for, for that uh, ceremony, and uh, I'll tell you a little story. The first time I did it, the uh, the, the chaplain who was slated. Uh, to to do what I did uh, this past year uh, was called three times and uh, was nowhere to be found. And I, I don't know what happened. You know, stuck in traffic or or an emergency or something. Uh, but um, uh, somebody who knew that I was there said, "Oh, Ireland's here," <laughs> and so the lieutenant colonel uh, said, uh, "Chairman Ireland, front and center," and I I got out of uh, formation and. <clears throat> I went up and and totally unrehearsed. I, uh, I I said something and I went back into formation, uh, not expecting anything further. But 15 minutes later, I was called again. Chapman Allen, front and center, and uh, so I was back up there for the uh, for the benediction. And uh, so two years ago, uh, I, I was asked to do it, and then this past year, I volunteered. <laughs> so. Yeah, and it's it's a privilege. It's it's an honor and a privilege uh, to uh, bring something um, with content and uh, depth, if you like, uh, to a ceremony like that, and not to not to not to sort of brush it off lightly. Um, and I I hope I brought that sense of gravitas to it. Uh, yeah. Well. There's a little bit of interesting pieces to this in my brain. Is that is your accent an Iowan accent? Is that what that I'm, I'm hearing? Is a little <laughs> hint of Iowan in you? Yeah. Iowan? Yeah, he's so- yeah. <laughs> No, sir. I am a Brit. <laughs> oh, 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 wait a minute here. So, and the last, name, the last name is Ireland. And uh, last I, found name out, I found out. Uh, through my wife's research on Ancestry.com that it was a young lady 
uh, called Layla or Lila, whichever way you want to say it. She was born in Hong Kong sometime in the uh, late um, 19th century. And uh, she came to England at the age of uh, eight or nine, uh, married one of my male relatives on my father's side. And uh, she had uh, she had the name Ireland. Um, and, and she died at age 38 in London. And her new husband, you know, from England, uh, he took her name. And I don't know why. It's it's a mystery. It's it's just like, can I add something else about this? Uh, it's just like one of my other relatives. I've got a lord, a lady, and a sir in my background. And one of my relatives so impressed King James VI of Scotland, who became... James I of England, uh, he so impressed uh, the king with his jumping ability that um, uh, the king made him part of his court. But the abstract doesn't say what kind of jumping ability it was. Now, my wife has taken this and she says, jump. And I say, well, how high? See, you're all right. speechless. You know, I just... <laughs> I could read the telephone book here and, and <laughs> romantic, you know. <laughs> Let me get this right. Mm -hmm. Someone from Hong Kong. Hong Kong, yep. With oddly the name, last name Ireland, mm -hmm. moved to Britain. Mm -hmm. People do what they do, and then mm -hmm. then you show up. Well, With the last name Ireland from Britain, if, but if yet I, you're you're over here in America now. Yes, sir. In the United States, in a in a chapter of the United States Military Forces. Yes, sir. Uh, part of uh, I represent uh, Viking Squadron, Civil Air Patrol, United States Air Force Auxiliary. We uh, we are part of the total total force. We have been, I think, since like 2004, 2008, somewhere in there. Uh, where we were finally brought in uh, alongside the Coast Guard and uh, uh, the, uh, the rest of the Air Force, the Navy, the Army, and the Marines. Um, and uh, so uh, we're, we're civilians, but we have a military structure. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm a first lieutenant, uh, or should I say lieutenant, for those who want more English. Um, so yes, uh, I'm a world traveler. I'm Ireland from England, now in America. Yeah. Who would have thought? We, we have a guest, or it's a, we're not going to call him a guest. Stephanie's got a question for you. Yeah. What is a typical day like for a chaplain in the armed forces? Oh my goodness. Uh, well, it's it's to be on duty uh, for those who uh, who need. Uh, a kind word or an encouraging word, um, something maybe spiritual, um, and it's 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 to uh, let me do it this way. Let me do it this way. It's uh, the two um, main things are to represent the holy and to ooh, what's the other thing? I'm having a senior moment live. Let me see. Um, uh, can, I, can I look that up and call you at two o'clock in the morning? <laughs> you can call. Can, you can, you can, you're more than welcome to call Mark at any time, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, yep. it's you um, there was something else, and I've totally forgotten it. Anyway, but um, according to the Constitution of the United States, 
um, I am supposed to be um, as a chaplain for all the folks in the squadron, um, whether Christian, Jewish, Muslim, Hindu, Brahmin, whatever, or um, atheistic or agnostic. So uh, it's it, uh, I have to help soldiers, airmen, sailors uh, with their faith. I can't proselytize, but I can share the good news. So I hope to bring, you know, some um, some encouragement, some hope. And foremost, though, I'm supposed to help the other military members um, with their faith. And uh, I can say to them, may I share something from my background which might help? So I hope that answers uh, uh, your your listeners' question there. When, how often, I mean, is there ever a time where you run into a space where you're like, uh, someone does not want to have like any parameters of spirituality or religion involved? Do you run into that often? Oh, I think all the time. Because, uh, like, like I mentioned, there's uh, there's myriads of folk out there who come from different perspectives. America's, what, the great melting pot, and so you've got all, all kinds. Uh, I, I ran into somebody the other day who said they've got uh, 3,000 gods in their religion. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, I, I get a little confused about which one I was supposed to honor or pray to today. You know, um, so, yeah, there, there are folks who... Uh, who look at me um, askance and 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 don't want to have anything to do with me because of what what or who I represent. Mm -hmm. But you know it's 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 uh, uh, part and parcel of of being in the military. But I, I want to mention though that, that there are people in Congress and and we are uh, uh, mandated by Congress in the Civil Air Patrol. Um, there are people in Congress who don't want chaplains. Um, to be in the military. They're, they're saying nowadays, and I, I hate to be controversial, but uh, they're saying, well, uh, you know, we, we don't need chaplains in the military anymore, uh, which is absolute Tommy rot. Um, you know, Are you we, allowed to speak like that? Who, me? Uh, who, yeah. me? I speak yeah. like what? <laughs> <laughs> speak like what, sir? What just, a second. just I'll fix the problem. There we go. Don't have to worry about it. We beat it out. It's good. Um, I want to do a quick shout out to Jason Steiner of Hero Stock. Good to see you here, brother. Thanks for being here. Did um, I say something wrong, sir? No, no. I, you said, I think you said a naughty word or something. I mean, it's not the language I use. That's for sure. Oh, but I'm a Brit. I'm not. I'm not really an American. I'm. I, I'm. I'm an interloper. I'm an interloper. Oh. <laughs> How long have you been in America? Uh, on December 29th of last year, 41 years. 41 years. Goodness. And I practice my English in the bathroom before my wife gets up. <laughs> I have to because she's she's half Swede, 75% Norwegian. Yeah. Well, so she's a little fiery. A little fiery. Do... You won't. 
there's just these weird questions. So everything about me and my life is about food. So is there food that you miss from uh, Britain? Uh, bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. That's my go-to. That's the only thing I... Um, and, and a yeah. good English breakfast, a good fry-up. Yeah. A good fry-up. Eggs, bacon, um, let's see, baked beans. I was going to say... Brits like to have baked beans for breakfast, don't they? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Not going that, that one though. Not going to. Not, not going to. No, no. Yeah, that's not you. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just not pursuing that line of questioning. Beans. Yes. Okay. Moving yeah, it's on. protein. It's protein. Yeah. Protein. yeah. Well, but we, we do like a good fry up, and there, there are good. Restaurants and cafes uh, in in Britain that uh, uh, will serve a, serve a good breakfast, a hearty breakfast like that, and uh, it was just interesting, really, because most uh, English food is considered to be bland. I recently watched a video of some young men from a boarding school mm -hmm. over in Britain uh, mm -hmm. consuming biscuits and gravy. Mm -hmm. And how it wasn't something that they were like right off the bat were really excited about. They're like, this looks gross because, you know, you got this gray gravy on bread kind of concept. But then most of them after the after the fact had leaned to the side. Well, you know what? This stuff's not so bad. Are you a biscuits and gravy fan? Sure, sure. And in the British board of school that I attended, um, we sat in long tables and the senior boys sat at the one end where the food came in. The junior boys uh, sat on the far end and uh, you were lucky enough to get food if it reached you. Um, and if the food was good, uh, they said, uh, that, well, you know, if it was quiet at mealtimes, they'd said, uh, well, either the food was really good or the cook had poisoned us. If it was a quiet meal. Um, yeah, yeah. So I I remember actually moving down the table more towards uh, the the porridge as I as I went up the line, you know, in in boarding school as I got older and and got to senior classes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, porridge with uh, with jelly in it. You know, oh jam. Help me out. Help me understand. I'll what try. Porridge, what what is porridge? Porridge, oatmeal. It's oatmeal. Oatmeal, yeah, and right. and uh, we like it with a dash of salt. Is that hot or cold? Oh, if it's cold, it's terrible. It's got to be hot. Warms the cockles of your heart. Nine days what old, is... ever? Ever nine days old? Oh my goodness! Is that uh... to speak? No, porridge has to be hot to be good. <laughs> uh, I mean, the weather's so terrible. I don't disagree. The, the weather. Hmm? Sorry. I said I don't disagree. Oh, okay. Yeah, the weather's so bad in England that we we need it to stick to your insides, and so the thicker the porridge, the better. That is good um, salt. No, no, like cinnamon and sugar. No. No. Okay. Can't afford it. Okay. Mm -hmm. What uh, what's your favorite cuisine here in America? What's my favorite cuisine in America? Mm. 
Hmm. Mm, good question. Okay, um, I do like a good shepherd's pie or cottage pie. I do like uh, bread pudding and I do like rice pudding. And I told a, an American friend this just the other day and they said, you are spoiled. So I are spoiled, I guess. And I have it uh, as an unwritten clause in my marriage contract that my wife has to make uh, shepherd's pie or bread pudding uh, as part uh, of keeping me as, as a happy husband. Hmm. That's those are the duties she has to perform, huh? Shepherd's <laughs> pie. Um, is that shepherd's pie with lamb in it, or is that uh, is it beef? Okay, so uh, I now hmm. I'm going to get this right. Cottage pie is one, and uh, shepherd's pie is the other. So I think the shepherd's pie has the beef. And I think the cottage pie may have the lamb. But if you have, uh, hmm, Stephanie is saying shepherd's pie made with lamb, question mark. I'm not going to, I've been in Ireland, and in Ireland, shepherd's pie was with beef. Yes. Yeah, so I think it might be the cottage pie that's the lamb. Oh, yeah, right. might be. And then you know, if you have roast lamb, uh, you've got some uh, some mint sauce to go on it. it, it you know, it's it, it's little flakes of mint in a sauce, and it's not thick right. or anything. It, uh, but you you just uh, pour that with a spoon over your lamb, and uh, if you if you're using the roast lamb itself, and uh, it brings out the flavor of the lamb apparently. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was uh, my mom's favorite was to get lamb so she could get her mint jelly with it. And, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Are you going to ask me what um, uh, roast beef and Yorkshire pudding is? That usually comes up in these kinds well, of Well, let's go there. I, that was the next question online. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can go down to that square there and I can pull that out. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, um, Yorkshire pudding, really, uh, the nearest we can get to it here in the U.S. is a popover. Oh. Popover. Okay. So, uh, Andrea, uh, popovers? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not real experienced, but it's yummy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. So we do have some good English food. You know, it's, uh, it's just that um, lamb was quite expensive. Uh, and, and, and good beef was so uh, those treats like uh, bread pudding of course the bread pudding was made up with stale bread so my mum didn't waste uh, mm -hmm. anything she had currants and raisins with it and uh, so the shepherd's pie uh, was to get me to eat my veggies because yeah. she mixed the veggies in with the potato and covered it covered the potato with cheese I'm salivating now. It's a sneaky way to Are you ready to go? Do you got like some extra reserves of uh, these in the behind the piano back there? I, I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> this, this, this set was provided for me on the grounds that I didn't divulge my location or um, what is where in the room. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Completely understand that. Yeah, I see. There's some. There's some. 
likenesses to some of our other guests in that background. Similar maybe piano. It's a, maybe it's a destination. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an what what's your favorite kind of music, Chaplain Mike? Oh my goodness, I I love really all kinds of music from from jazz and R and B uh, to uh, gospel uh, to country uh, to the great hymns of the faith. Um, yeah, you know, choose one. You know, it depends on my mood. Sure. Uh, have you had a chance to go listen to Weepy Three Radio at all? Uh, I did listen to a little bit uh, the other day. Um, so, what have you got for us? Are you, like, are you going? Are you segueing to some music? Well, we, we might be uh, indeed. Gosh, you are one smart cookie. We can't pull anything <laughs> over on you. You can't pull uh, anything over. No. Um, we did have, and it is what it is. Life happens. We did have a guest for tonight that. Uh, hasn't been able to enter the, the broadcast studio yet, and that's okay. Uh, we hope everything's okay. Did, you want, did you want a rendition of a song that my mother used to sing to me? Well, oh, I think we do that, and then we'll have Jonathan uh, pick a song for us. How's that? Okay. All right. Let, uh, this, this one was sound by an Irishman, believe it or not. Val Dunican. You can look him up. Mm -hmm. um, and I only know this part of the song. Mm -hmm. So this is my freebie. Walk tall, walk straight, and look the world right in the eye. That's what my mother told me when I was about knee high. She said, son, be a proud man and hold your head up high. Walk tall, walk straight, and look the world right in the eye. Now, all royalties That's should awesome. go to the uh, Chaplin Mike Preservation Fund. We will, uh, we will launch 100%. that, launch you that, hear that immediately. Yep, yep. Oh, I'm going to grab the link for that right now. Send your Val, stars straight to Chaplain Mike. Val Dunican. I already looked I him up. Now. He actually looks familiar to me. Like, I think mm -hmm. he's been around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he's still alive. Unfortunately, we lost uh, Good Val back in 2015. But, uh, yeah. Right. He probably was a folk Irish singer, and mm -hmm. uh, you probably grabbed onto something, which uh, delighted us in your rendition. I love it. A chaplain who sings. Go figure, right? Mr. Crochet, what do you what yes, do we sir. got? What are we gonna roll with, brother? Um let's see. Let's go with uh let's go with some Jen Ford and Gold Dust Woman. Ooh, good one. Here let's we go. Let her roll, Jen Ford. Take your silver spoon, tea 
That is Jen Ford and 
I'm losing my brain. Gold dust woman. <laughs> Gold dust woman. Yeah. So I did Why remember the other thing I'm supposed to do as as a chaplain. What's that? It's have a ministry of presence. So absolutely. I think what that, uh, sorry. Absolutely. Tell so, us more. I think what that means is I'm supposed to show up. That, you are it. supposed to, you got to be there, right? Yeah, it's, it's a novel concept, isn't it? <laughs> it's a novel concept. Showing up. I mean, my goodness, whoever would have thought of that one. <laughs> but <laughs> I got to put that in my notes because I love to space. That is uh, something that I think is a regular concept. If you are in a position of support, a position of, uh, well, I, the support's the only, it sums it up. I mean, and, and you can argue, I'm going to argue for you, that uh, the, the relationship with uh, people's uh, higher powers, with people's gods, with people, is is a place that needs to be supported just like your health needs to be supported just like your social emotional uh needs need to be supported uh you you have uh you you need to have your your british food provided for you by your wife that's that's a support for you um music uh, all of us eat all of us uh, consume uh, sustenance, music is a piece that plays into that. The the social, emotional, the the ideology inside, um, what you like to listen to, uh, is where you'll gravitate towards. But all those, but you have to show up. You have to be there. You have so to I, engage. I do like to say that uh, uh, success is ninety uh, percent hmm, uh, showing up. Uh, the other ten percent, you know, well, you you bring some other skills to it, maybe some soft skills, and the other part of it is, uh, what is it? Uh, it's ten percent inspiration and ninety percent perspiration. You gotta have boots on the ground. Bottom line, absolutely. Yeah. What um, hmm? what are what 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 projects? Are there projects you're working on now? What things are you working on right now? Oh, okay. Uh, glad you asked that. Um, I and now, uh, viewers, I didn't prompt him to ask that question. So, I, you know, <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't pop, pop that question. So, um, I've been working on some auxiliary chaplain courses. Um, last year, for example, there were four one week uh sessions, and um, I got to go down to Maxwell Air Force Base, uh, Montgomery, Alabama. And uh, in Montgomery, where Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat on the bus, uh, thinking of Martin Luther King. And um, so Montgomery, Alabama. And uh, um, I get to go down there again, uh, beginning of February, because uh, some of my chaplain friends from Minnesota are going down. Uh, they're, they're actually finishing up their fourth week in February, they, and they have to do that in person. So last year I flew down and my luggage didn't make it. Uh, so I was three days without my uniform. So I don't appear in any of the uh, official photographs. Um, and I'm with 40 or 50 uh, 
Air Force chaplains in their basic chaplain course, and I sort of hide behind a Roman column or something to, you know, just hide because I, I Delta didn't deliver my sorry. Oops, no. <laughs> what happened was, you know, the plane was too heavy and somebody's luggage had to stay in Atlanta. Is that what it was? Yes. Anyway, so um, but the thing is, I get to go back uh, with these other three chaplains from uh, Minnesota and um, uh, the Air Force uh, Chaplain College has been working with the Civil Air Patrol Chaplain Corps College and uh, I've got to do a two-day, 16 uh, hours of contact uh, for a program that mitigates uh, soldier and airman and sailor marine suicide. So the, the whole idea of the, the auxiliary course is that um, we chaplain, uh, chaplains in the Civil Air Patrol can backfill the Air Force chaplains uh, if they're called away. To a near peer war, which is talk of um, um, among the military, um, and I can uh, do military funerals. Uh, I, I I can basically sub uh, for the Air Force chaplains, and uh, all the all the Air Force chaplains have been getting this training now uh, to to help um, have a zero tolerance for. Uh, soldier and airman, sailor, marine, coast guard suicide. That there are just too many suicides. Any suicide is is one too many. Um, and uh, so I've been raising funds to go down there, and I uh, I had to raise what was it? Uh, uh, I think a hundred a day for for five or six days. Um, and I think I almost have all of that now. A friend came to me from the squadron the other day at, a, at the squadron meeting and said, I want to help you get down there. He came to my home and, and handed over enough for several days. Um, and so, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a real honor and a privilege to serve in this way. Um, so the last time I flew down, it was $500 and my luggage didn't arrive. You know, this time I'm going by by van, we're driving down there. I think it's like 16 hours or 14 hours, something like that, 1,100 miles. And I th I take my luggage with me and I hold on to it tightly so I don't lose it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, that's one thing I'm working on. The other thing uh, is that my endorsing agency and every, every chaplain in the military has to have an endorsing agency um, that will uh, endorse them as a chaplain, they're qualified, uh, intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, educationally, uh, they're fit for the job, uh, mentally to do the job, um, uh, and then also to be ecclesiastically uh, um, endorsed too. In other words, that uh, you've got people around you who can vouch for you uh, that you've got what it takes and uh, you can do the job. And, and if you get into trouble in chaplaincy, they, they will um, they will have you back. They'll have your six. So that's another thing. That, um, what, what was it called now? Um, yes. Um, clinical pastoral education. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I've actually got a pass on this current session because I've yet to raise the funds for that out of my own pocket. Um, that's not something they pay you to do. And, and that's, let me see, that's 100 hours of instruction and 300 hours of practicum at uh, different sites where, uh, you know, you, you perform your duties. And that's uh, each unit is uh, 12 weeks and there's four 12 units of 48 weeks at, you know, it's almost the whole year. So okay. those two things I'm, I'm working on, uh, uh, getting up to speed now with the, uh, uh, the suicide mitigation and um, taking some clinical pastoral training where I can be better able to uh, help those who struggle in the military. Yeah. Those two things. Besides, I'm trying to keep my head in, while all this is going on. That's a lot to keep together, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Roger Kipling has a poem that's called If. And the first lines of that are, uh, if you can keep your head while all around are losing theirs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing if a very good can. job of doing that. I, I've lost my, my mind. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, call the chaplain. He'll help you find it. <laughs> All right. All right. Call the chaplain. Do you got something to work on, Peterson? I know. Um, how can we support you in what you're doing, brother? Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, obviously, you know, as, as a believer, the first thing is is prayer support. You know, when, when my name happens to come to mind, um, when you see my jolly face, when you replay this and you think of my wacky humor um you know there's, there's prayer support the other thing is uh it, it's hard for me you know i'm sort of retired but i'm not i don't actually believe in retirement so i'm <laughs> i'm sure i'm old enough to draw social security <laughs> <laughs> and I, i've got a hat i should have put on today don't uh, don't forget my senior discount um and there's a song that goes with that. I don't forget my senior discount. It's a country song. Um, as you can tell, I do the twang very well. Mm -hmm. You do a very good job at that. Um, I do have, job. Thank you. Thank you. I, I do have a ministry department in Tennessee, um, Artists and Christian Testimony International, actinternational.org, um, and they uh, they handle all my my finances. So if if, if uh, folk are you know interested in in supporting uh, one of the smallest chaplains in America, I'm five foot three and a half, <laughs> um, you know, and, and helping me grow taller, <clears throat> and and uh, you know that that would be something nice if if folk felt they wanted to help me along and um, yeah, but that'd be very nice, yeah. Otherwise, um, mm, what else could they do? Oh, uh, send me a fruitcake every Christmas. Are you a fruitcake fan? I'm a fruitcake fan. I'm a fruitcake fan. I'm a fruitcake fan. You, you have songs for everything. I, we need to get you lined up, man. Yeah, um, in Nashville. We know some people. 
Hmm. You, you, have you gone to Nashville before? I've been to Nashville because uh, uh, ACT International, Artists and Christian Testimony International, are based in Brentwood. There we go. Yep. Yeah, and I've been down to uh, down to the um, oh, what is it? There's a big there's a big hotel complex. There. What's it called? The um, hmm. is it the Opryland? Yeah, the yeah by the Opry. Yeah. To uh, call Peterson. What what? I'd say it again. The big hotel by the Opry. Yeah, and they got a little mini lake inside the oh, hotel. Opryland. You can uh, ride along in a gondola yeah. or, or a dinghy. Um, uh, so we, I've been down a couple of times for this is another part of my story. Maybe maybe Andrew didn't tell you this. Uh, I used to be a journalist of all things. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. So I attend the National Religious Broadcasters Convention down there. I'd be nice. uh, was good uh, Yeah, yeah. I'd meet I'd meet famous people, uh, interview them, and they'd never remember my name or who I was. Yeah. I don't know how anyone can forget you. I mean, from our first introductions, um, I, I'm stuck on the fruitcake thing, though, so I got to go back to it. <laughs> He's circling back. <laughs> I am a fruitcake nut. I am a is, is there a brand or a kind of fruitcake? So here's, here's my testimony in life. I I I can't do it. I can't do fruitcake. I can't do it. I, I don't know why. Um, I don't know that I've ever had a good one. Oh. I'll eat it. I might my really? young daughter likes it too. Is there a kind? Is there a kind? Is I mean he's gonna send you one. That's where this is going. Does okay. the bakery um, have them? Uh, okay. Um I think Wallet, W-O-U-L-L-E-T, Wallet. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if they make fruitcakes, uh, but I, use, can, I don't want to advertise necessarily, but my wife takes yeah. me to a place uh, that ends in Mart. Wally goes there. I've been there once, yeah. Wally goes to the Mart. <laughs> and, and she buys me two at Christmas. One before Christmas and one for after Christmas. Oh, my goodness. And I have to hide it from my youngest daughter. Does your wife like fruitcake? No. Okay. She's keeping him happy. What a great lady. I'm going to say that. I mean, <laughs> Did you see her on camera when we started? She, she's, she's disappeared now because, you know, she didn't want to be on camera. Sure. I thought I saw something in the background. I got a cat in your piano room, but I. <laughs> it was movement. I couldn't see what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I would tell my wife she said that. Honey, <laughs> she's. Andrew thinks you're my kitten. Sneaky like a cat. <laughs> what do you drink when you eat fruitcake? Do you drink something with it? Oh, well, I drink, uh, I and I drink, you know, gallons and gallons of this. Uh, I don't want to name names necessarily to advertise, but it's it's uh, light crystal, only backwards. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Oh, okay. gotcha. Yeah, and there's different flavors, and because uh, uh, I'm diabetic and I have to keep my, my fluids up. Um, I just think maybe we need to sit down and have a fruitcake consumption moment and maybe you can teach me 
what good fruitcake is. Come on over. I think we're in the same region generally. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. we are. We are. Yeah. We're going to have to work out. A, 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 a fruitcake convention. A convention, a convention of two or three. I, I, yes, we can do that. You did, well, there can be more, but Peterson well, is going to Peterson's going to eat it, and and Father Mike is going to eat. Our chaplain Mike is going to eat it, and we are going to convention about it. We're going to convene. Convene about it. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. See the the we, language arts teacher just got. Then do we got to have a caucus too. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And a quorum. A quorum? Yes. I have a quorum. That's one of my favorite words. Quorum. Yeah, it's very hard to say, actually. Quorum. There's a rumor that they're sending me a king cake. I don't know when or where or how that's going to happen. But a who cake? maybe we put the king cake next to the, the fruit cake and we have a, I don't know. A cake off. A cake off. And uh, what's a king cake? So this is this is a, a cultural thing. I'll let Jonathan. I'll let Jonathan. Deal with this. He hasn't said much lately. So king cake is it's 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 really more or less uh, a a cake or rolled out into real thin layers and then rolled up. So it's kind of like a cinnamon roll, but uh, then they put icing and sugar and sometimes stuff it um, on the top. So. No. Well, that was kind of like the varying cream filling, or I mean, really all kind of stuff. But uh, how how about you guys? Do you like ooey gooey bars? Yes, ooey gooey Sounds bars. Sounds like something I would like. Yes, uh, I've been to St. Louis four times, and uh, the team leader took us to this one store uh, in um, I think is it St. Charles on the River? Does that? Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, almost to East St. Louis. Uh, I think, uh, and 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 it's uh, oh, excellent ooey gooey bars. Oh my goodness, uh, my numbers went out of the roof. My diabetic numbers went out of the roof. But I, I, I was in uh, sort of uh, cake heaven for a while there. Ooey gooey, ooey gooey bars. I'm looking at them right now. That's they are really good. Yeah, and this is um, something you've had, Jonathan. Yeah, they they sell them here in like little squares, prepackaged. You can just yeah. pick them up to go. Well, right, I, right. I think they're cheating you if it's just a little square like that. You need the whole thing, you know, at least uh, eight by eight or something. Uh, <laughs> Your yeah. ooey gooey sheet cake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've always got that chaplain saying hallelujah. <laughs> Here's a king cake. There we go. Um, oh, my goodness. But yeah. there's a special prize in here, chaplain. Mike. Oh, there's, show the picture. Because you get to find you get to find baby Jesus in the cake. It's not, it's just uh, a baby, Peterson. Just a baby. Oh, it's not baby Jesus. There we go. Jonathan, is it just a baby? No, uh, it's just these little babies that they put in the king cake, and whoever gets the slice with the baby in it has to buy the next king cake. What's the baby made of? Plastic. It's a little plastic, yeah. It's, they it's, don't put it inside the cake anymore because, mm -hmm. you know. Well, that reminds me of another thing we have in England is, you know, Christmas pudding. 
Christmas yeah, pudding, good. and it's got a threepenny bit in it, a threepenny, threepenny bit. Now, the threepenny bit has gone the way of the dodo, and uh, that was June, uh, February 15th, 1972, um, that we, we didn't, we don't have the threepenny bit anymore. It was like, uh, had like, uh, she did. Uh, let's see, uh, look up a, a threepenny bit or a threepenny bit. Threepenny um, bit. It's got edges on it, like, uh, not quite an octagon, uh, Oh sure, three pence. Yeah, and it's 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 like bronze in color, brown. Mm -hmm. Oh okay, okay. It's okay. got colors on it. But now, it, that, that's good luck apparently. Uh, if this you, was, you put one of these things in the cake. In the in the cake, and if you get it and don't break a tooth, hallelujah. I was just gonna say you break a tooth. Holy cow. <laughs> Well, I there is probably an issue and a concern when you throw money into a cake and you're supposed to eat it. That, I'm just saying, but you know what? Whatever we got to do. It's so now our our cake eating extravaganza is now got ooey gooey king cake fruit cake fruit cake, which apparently Cindy says there's some good stuff out there. Of course, Chaplain Mike says there's some good stuff out there. Um, and what, what kind of cake is this in? Uh, Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. So you could kind of strain it then if it's a pudding. Pudding is not liquid. Right. Oh. It's thick. Mm -hmm. It's cake-like. Oh. Oh. Mm. Yum. English dental roulette. Roulette. <laughs> now, I, I've never broken a tooth on a thumpney bed. <laughs> Here's, I've never, okay, so here, I've never had Christmas pudding either. Oh, and you want you want it with the, with the rum sauce on it? Yes, rum sauce. And, and then strike a match and light it. Whoosh! Oh, you have had it, Peterson. You've had that. They call it something different, I'm sure. We do burnt Fire pudding with brown sauce. I think they call it. Oh, yes, there we go. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, uh, there's different versions of it there with the holly on. Yes. The holly and the ivy. Jeremy has seen it. The actual Christmas cake. I guess there's no really straining of that. Oh, this, this one's a Flan Bay one. Little flambeau, flambeau, oh. sir. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> You're just Peterson chopping know, it, right? Oh my gosh, they really want you to order. That. There's a couple oh, things that they want you to look at. Oh my goodness, that's very cute. I'm scared to eat it after they. Man, so, is that a lot like a fruitcake? Yes, kind okay. of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. That makes sense. See, you know, English food is not totally boring. No. But you don't want to eat blood pudding or anything like that. That's awful. But that's okay. a sausage, right? Yes. But my mother also uh, uh, made me, not blood pudding, but she made me eat tripe. You guys have messed up the word pudding. I'm going to tell you that right now. What? Well, and, and as I was growing up, pudding was any really dessert 
but um, that's a real pudding. Is that what's a real I, pudding? Sausage? No, no. The, the 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 cake that we had, you know, the Christmas cake, cake the souvenir bit. So, um, so um, where are we going? Any moment. Um, Peterson's brain's spinning. Can't keep up. It is. I. It's too much for me. See, I'm know, not. Man, that's we, another part to this. We, we do. We do have some some interesting foods. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not going to eat blood pudding. And I've given up tripe. Given up the Lent, and next Lent I won't eat it again. Never again. <laughs> no, yeah, I pretty much again. gave it up. You know, for ever. <laughs> but my, my mother was not really a health freak or anything like that. She just wanted me to try. And sure. it's so chewy. And, you know, ooh, I tell you, you could lose your teeth in there because your teeth could get stuck in the, in, in the tripe. <laughs> yeah, and then you try, yeah. Huh. So what do you do if you've got dentures? Don't. See, I'm not one of these stuffy, boring chaplains. You know, it's like... Um, I, I told my squadron commander when I joined Solar Patrol, um, you, you don't want a stuffy, boring chaplain, do you? Not at all. And we don't feel like we get that with you, brother. There's nothing stuffy or boring. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, we've done our hour, and I, there's a song that I want to end on, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking Jonathan's job a little bit from him. It's uh, we got an artist that we think we're going to be at. I think "Life Is Good" would be a great song to end our our uh, show on tonight. Mm. Um, what's in closing? We're going to do our closing feature now. Um, what is a piece that we get to take away from all this? Normally, we start with Jonathan. Let Jonathan. Uh, absolutely has an amazing um, vernacular for giving us awesome peace and understanding. I think we're going to get some good stuff from Chaplain Mike. Um, Andrea is always very insightful in her thoughts, and I just kind of trudge around doing our, our call to action at the end. So, uh, Jonathan, where are you at, brother? Um, I want to go back to that first quote from, from – uh, Dr. King that we shared at the beginning is what life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Right. It's not about just being busy trudging around in your own world, making sure, making sure all of your P's and Q's are in a row. Sometimes you got to get out there and help other people as well. I just think, you know, the, the, the greatest blessing that we can receive in life is to be, of a benefit in someone else's life personal opinion so get out there find a battle buddy give him a hand i love it chaplain mike yes sir what are your thoughts in closing this evening mm. okay so you know uh, the, the world can be a, a, a dark place, um, both out there and in, in here. And um, one of my friends who was in the Navy, but uh, he's gotten out since he, 
uh, I connected with him just yesterday or today, and he asked me uh, the same question. And um, I want to be able to say that when the chips are down, I know this is a mixed metaphor, when the chips are down, all is well. And there's, there's even a, I think, a Christmas hymn that goes something like, All is well, all is well. And I can't remember the rest of it, but I just know that bit. And that, um, permit me this, uh, that uh, our God, and particularly my God, is in control. I, and I can say that because I've, I've seen that. So, so all is well. Yeah, I love it. It's my uh, my mom is actually watching tonight, and I don't mean to interrupt, but um, there's a there's a song that she has little inscriptions of all over her house and her keychain and pretty much everywhere else. But uh, it's called "It Is Well with My Soul." Mm -hmm. What you said just brought that to mind. So, yeah, yeah. When all is said and done. You know, it's it's all going to shake down, and it's all going to be okay. You know, my mother used to say, uh, it, "It'll come out in the wash." Yeah. Miss Eichmann. That one was actually great. It will all come out in the wash. Um, it does. I guess I. There's a there's a lot of different ways to even say that. Um, but it is, it is the truth. Um, so I was going kind of with Mr. Martin Luther King Jr. And I, gosh, he has so many, he's, I don't even know. Um, I had a favorite quote last year, but I think, um, I think, so I'm not, this is, gosh, we, I try to teach every year, um, especially in the world we live in, how to get your point across without promoting the violence, right? Um, so it, it brought me back, back into education. But here's, here's, this is not a mind your own business, but this is do what you need to do. I can never be what I ought to be until you are what you ought to be. You can never be what you ought to be until I am what I ought to be. This makes the world go round, right? It sounds a little circular, but uh, we're not falling off the edges of the earth right now. So I think it's a good, um, for me, my interpretation is um, you need to do what you need to do and you need to do the best at what you can do uh, in that role and uh, let the others then take that piece and go be what they can be as well. Um, thank you, Chaplain Mike, for coming on today. It's been a pleasure and a blessing to have you this this close, not outside with our teeth chattering, and and uh, thank goodness for that, right? We Now we're cold up here. Um, we do have a, a lovely guest next week. Um, Christine Walker is her, front, is her name, and she is coming. Um, well, she runs De Devil Doc Publishing, which publishes At Ease magazine, military magazine. And we met her a couple years ago and she was busy. 
she was busy. And so um, I, I reached back out and she is excited to come on and is bringing a um, journalist friend, um, Andrew Walker, not of any relation, which is very cool, small world, right? Um, and they'll be here with us next week to share what they are doing. Um, and in the meantime, what do we have? Um, this is the second full week in January, right? So those of you who made resolutions, I hope you are sticking true to the meaning of your resolution, even if you have not stuck to your actual resolution. Um, if you're trying to be kind or be a better person, that's pretty broad. So you should be in your lane taking care of that business, right? Be a better you. Um, and when we ask ourselves, what have we done? I wish that all of you have an answer. What have you done? Who have you done it for? And what are the reasons that you've done it? And hope that they're the good ones. Thank you. Wow. I feel insignificant uh, just by that, the deepness. And in, in, you went extra tonight, Andrea. Not that you do not other times when i don't want to even comment but that was uh that was inspiring it's uh it's it's fun watching growth it's fun knowing and seeing that others are are doing what they need to be doing um and the the reality is none of us get to dictate what that is for another person but you can tell what they're doing is what they're supposed to be doing by the joy they exude. And that's always just an amazing opportunity to watch people grow. Um, we've had the amazing opportunity to watch people grow in regards to the People's Patriot Project uh, and, and the banter that we get to have with Jeremy Daniels on here regularly. Um, and then the, the amazing gifts uh, Miss Gwinner brings to our 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 doorstep with her amazing poetry and the things that she, her insight to, to what the things we don't necessarily see and just having an amazing relationship that we've just built in such a short time in less than a month. Uh, we're talking with Chaplain Mike again. Um, why do we get to do this? Because of service service put this all in place and you, you'd be pulling my beard if you told me that there wasn't something that had a little bit of control of these interventions, um, I don't believe in happenstance. I don't believe in uh, what it could have should have. right? Coincidence, yeah. I, I don't believe in that. I believe that there is a manifested plan, and I believe all of us are part of that plan whether we acknowledge it, know it, or even have uh, been in route with that plan. But uh, seeing the things that we've seen with the People's Patriot Project since we started it and to where we're at right now tells me we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And we get to do it because of all of you. We get to do it because of the people that are listening. We get to do it because of the amazing guests that come on our show. We get to do it because the amazing people that show up on a Saturday night to support another veteran musician, and we meet a new veteran musician that we didn't even know that was in the network. Um, just get to meet people, see people, and be part of people. And uh, innately, we all 
need to be involved in a relationship. That's how that's how we grow. That's how we we prosper is when we're breaking bread with other people. Um, our call to action: um, we ask you to do it by a six pack. Um, all of us have a device in our presence, and just to reach out to six people in your network. Yes, our mission is veteran and first responder first. I mean, that's it's not first. It is, it's just what we. But I want you to reach into your your network. Scroll through it. Go through it, and just put a comment. You know what? Stop. Put your finger on there. Say I was thinking about you today. Um, I, it's a guarantee. It's a built relationship. It's a piece that will create a membrance, a tolerance, an experience. Uh, it might create a conversation. That's our call to action. This is where we reach out to our brothers and sisters and say, I was just thinking about you. I'm sorry, not sorry. I do ask you to take one of those of the six and make it your challenge. Make it the one that might be a little bit tougher to do. Have the conversation that maybe you don't want to have uh, because it, it was a difficult conversation at another time. Um, we all lost someone in our life where maybe if we had intervened a little bit more, we would have created a better aspect to their life. And maybe they wouldn't have met their demise. I, I've got some specifics in my life. Uh, I'm not sorry. It is what it is. We move forward. Uh, you can't save and protect everybody, but you can save and protect you. Reach out to your brothers and sisters. That's our closing. And uh, I think we got another amazing um, song. Normally we do three. Tonight we got to two. Um, and this is a good friend that uh, right now the plan is because of his job, and I don't think he's going to have a hard time with us explaining this. Um, we have an event coming up in uh, Louisiana in Thibodeau at University Nichols called the WP3 Shock and Awe Fest. And we're excited to do that. Uh, an amazing team of people are down in Louisiana putting this together right now. Jonathan uh, is leading that. Um, and we've just been absolutely blessed by this group of people that want to push. Um, the WP3 narrative in that space and era down there. This artist, I'm getting long-winded on this, this introduction. Um, this artist is Mr. Um, Stephen John Samo, uh, and he's got an amazing so song called um, Life is Good. And it's been a an anthem Stephen John was in our on our show in the first year, and it's been one of our anthems about uh, where we need to go and what we need to do. And the amazing thing is the guy you see in this video is real life that person. He is the life is good guy. He is probably one of the most polite, next to Chaplain Mike here, of course, uh, polite, uh, spirit-driven, 
individuals we've we've ran into in in, in this in this quest. And so, um, Jonathan, are you ready to roll it, or do I need to? Gotcha. I need to do it. All right. Uh, this is John. Life is good. Paycheck, the pocket of these jeans. Got these Jensen's cranking George Strait circa 1993. Got the windows down in my home laid up on the back of this bench seat. I'm headed toward the drive. The sweet little Cajun queen. Life is good. Got that sun shining down on me. Pull on over to the shoulder Baby, can I have this dance? Truck doors open, she moves closer Persuade to die a happy man Her head on my chest, my hand on her hips Honeysuckle floating on the breeze Hope these cars flying by don't pay us no mind Cause I don't ever want to leave Life is good Got that sun shining down on me Life is good There's nowhere else I'd rather be Got my troubles in the rear view Corona in the igloo Nothing's gonna get to me Me. 